It's BJL, a.k.a. The Hood Genius, a.k.a. Brandon Johnson Lee, a.k.a. I'm not doing a whole bunch of a.k.a.s one more. Yo, man, Christmas was lit. Everybody, well, at least everybody I know, got everything they wanted. My family was good. I was happy. It was good uh, watching them open their gifts and seeing them smiling on their faces. So it was a situation for me. Feel me? Oh, man. Yo, Elf on the Shelf, man. Y'all get on that. Y'all get on that. The Elf was everywhere in the house. It, it was, I never seen such a creativity in my life. Big facts. But, y'all, uh, let me jump into the topic real quick. Yo, man, I seen a Jehovah Witness the other day. They, they knocked on the door. I haven't seen Jehovah Witnesses in, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been since I seen Jehovah Witnesses. I was more surprised because, you know, they was, they was Caucasian. I'm used to, like, the black Jehovah Witnesses knocking on the door, handing out pamphlets, and you step outside and talk to them. And, but I said, yo, I can't believe it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, like back in the day growing up in Philly, Used to, uh, I used to jump on the train right there, brought down. Then every time I got off at brought down, they was they was right there, like going ham on the, on the mic with the you know the, the chosen people that got read and like I'm used to that. Like I'm used to the guerrilla tactics from like uh, I guess you would, I don't want to say black religions, but every religion has like a small section of people that feel like they gotta go out to the streets and bring people in but they was more so like the aggressive boys they like instead of people saying hey would you like to know more about Jehovah they like no you a, you a Hebrew Israelite black man you like they they go in like that but it was interesting like even when Jehovah Witnesses used to not be like you don't come outside and talk to us we go but uh this right here was was interesting because you know I kind of just stood there and she you know, just gave her a little uh, spiel of the pamphlet that she had, and she was like, would you like to take one? And, you know, I uh, try not to deny anybody, plus I'm like, you never know where you could pick up extra information or extra wisdom. So, you know, I grabbed it myself. Even though I say I have no religion, it's not that I don't believe in any of the religions. It's just, you know, I study here and there in multiple religions and I just don't classify myself as one specific like, like how you got Christian you got you got Baptist you got Lutheran you got Methodist you got Protestant you got Mormons you got like I never classified myself in any of that you got you know seven day Adventists Jehovah Witness I never classified myself in anything I do read the Bible. As a matter of fact, I keep a Bible with me. Like, everywhere I go in my whip, I keep a Bible in the crib, you know, upstairs in the room. We keep the Bible in our bedroom, feel me? But, I also got the Bible app on my phone. I had the Quran app on my phone, too, because I was, I grew up around Muslim teachers also growing up. But it was like, trying to figure out that was, it was like, this is the strict manual uh muslim way then you had like the black muslim and then you had like the nation of islam you know the five percenters it's, i kind of took what i could from learning and then decided how i wanted to build my way of life 
And you know, I'm into the meditation and I'm not fully into Hinduism and Buddhism. It's just, I know like a little bit of the basic things. Just things that I use to structure my life and who I want to be and how I want to carry myself. But when I was reading the pamphlet, I said, uh, wow, it has uh, something like deep in there. And there it said, uh, God cares for us as individuals. Not only does he, ooh, my bad, not only does each person know his own plague and his own pain, like to know your own plague and know your own plague. Like I thought that was, I thought that was dope because I had a, uh, I had a concept one time about like everybody be like they're afraid to die because they don't want to go to hell. And I'm like, yeah, I understand it. That's that's one of the reasons why so many people uh, grasp to religion but are in there not living I'm not going to go into how people carry themselves outside of what they uh, claim to be but I want to say I think that's why so many people are running fearful because they fear hell or they run into religion but not living it it's because they just fear the hell part they don't care about actually living how they walk the walk they walk but I always felt like maybe it could be multifaceted like it don't gotta be one thing hell is just not going like you said you always go down there and you burn in eternal flames and I'm like what if hell isn't the way that other people described it to us feel me like what if what if uh, what if hell is spending eternity what if hell is spending eternity constantly thinking of all the regrets you have and all the things you could have accomplished Except you're not alive to change any of those things. What if that's the real way? Like you die without fulfilling your purpose or finding a purpose or helping the people that you're supposed to help or not telling somebody how much you love them and appreciate them and then you die and that's hell. Like you gotta live with all the things that you decided not to do properly and constantly relive, relive those, but you don't get a chance to go back and do it over. What if that's like a hell or your hell when you go? I'm like, I'm saying that because the bigger message was, like I said before, y'all need to stop procrastinating on stuff. Even me, I've been getting better and better and better. Every year, I've gotten uh, better at holding off, just being a procrastinator and sitting on stuff and sitting on ideas. And now I'm getting closer and closer to just every time I think of ideas just start jumping to it and see how I can get it moving and get it rocking and get it shaking. Mm-hmm. But back into the religion thing, I appreciate uh, every religion and what it has to offer, but that's something that I think and I believe for myself. That's the type of things that I believe. Like that kind of, everybody knows their own plague and own pain, so I don't understand why y'all jump out there and try to force your religious beliefs on the people. I understand if you're trying to educate somebody that I, I appreciated the lady because she talked to me just like that. It was calm. She had uh, the rest of the Jehovah Witnesses with her. It wasn't a whole lot of them. It probably was like five or six of them. But she still stood there and just explained how she could, how God could help me and how I could use this pamphlet to gain more information and it had the contacts on me. I'm like, I haven't seen that in a long time. I remember back in the day, back 
back back back in the day. Uh, if you're from Philly, you're gonna know uh, Deliverance Evangelistic Church. Uh, my mom used to take me there all the time. Like that was the church church. Like way back when it was, I'm talking about old school too. Back when it was on Broad and Windsor. Like that's how long we was going to that church. But once it transferred over to uh, over there on like 22nd and Lehigh, that's where I learned the most about the Bible and how to uh, treat people when you move and trying to recruit or let people in on what you believe. It's not about being brash or hard. It's that scene, the way she came there to the door, like humble. That's how you're supposed to move in. Like when y'all rocking out, it's deciding bump into a few people that talk about religion and they get like aggressive. Even non-believers, like my mom is a real life missionary. Like she'd have been to Haiti, she'd have been to Honduras. Like she really goes all out. And my dad is an atheist, but growing up, I've never heard them argue about religion ever in my life. So I feel like that's one thing too. It really should never be an argument when you're discussing religion. It should be more of a conversation. This is what you believe and why you believe it. This is what I believe and why I believe it. And then you learn from each other and move forward. But I'm definitely going to lead to the uh, words that were in the pamphlet. And whatever I can learn from there, I'm going to uh, keep sharing that too. But I just wanted to bust down the little uh, religion thing and then I'm going to get back into that. Uh, I hate that I keep saying that uh, on here too. I'm working on that. I'm going to get back into the piece that I broke down for myself. Learn what plagued you. Learn, learn what really is your pain so you don't cause a living hell for yourself. If you don't know what I mean, I'll put it in the easiest terms. If you got a job and people know what tick you off, people will use that against you. They like, okay, we know this set them off, this set them off, this set them off. And you may do something like they get on their nerves and you don't know that you've done something. They'll use that to get you out of pocket and out of character because they know what set you off, what plagued you, what pains you. Now you going off and you mad about something and they happy that they got a reaction out of you. Some people look for that, but that's why you need to know yourself so you know how to control your reactions and only react on your terms when you want to react or use that in the basis of life. When you at your crib or your spot and you know if this, 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 and this happened, it's going to set you off and cause you to go this way. Try to handle those triggers that tick you off like that or piss you off like that. Or handle the stuff that you like. If you're a procrastinator, start handling one thing a day. That's all it takes. Step by step, day by day. I forget where that song came from. But <laughs> just straight like that. Start off. Shout out that. But start just like that. Take it one step at a time. Be like, okay, write them down. And then throw the paper away. The reason I'm saying that is because you don't want nobody else to know what really plagues you or what pains you. Just write it down on a piece of paper. Say, all right, these are things I'm going to handle now. And then roll that into 2020. And say, all right, this is how I'm going to move accordingly. I'm going to know my plagues, know my pain, 
I'm gonna know what type of hell I create for myself and then fix that. And then you can move and operate at a different frequency, you feel me? I be trying to be in my conscious bag sometimes, but I had wrote something a long time ago. I know I'm switching subjects, but it all connects to the same thing. I had wrote something a long time ago called Conscious and Condescending. It's like, uh, I want to talk about a lot of these things when I'm in different places or different spaces, but I be trying not to come off like some cocky, condescending, like conscious bull because everybody started making it kind of corny to be conscious, but I understood why. It was just because every time you try to do something or have fun or have a basic conversation, somebody would take it and spin it and be like, you shouldn't do this, but you got to do it. It's like it turned into a hardcore detention lecture. You'd be like, I'm just trying to have a good time. Nobody wants to hear all that. Or I'm welcome to hear everything you had to say if you don't say it in the tone that you're saying it in. Like, don't start looking down because you have a little bit more knowledge or wisdom and a different piece of information on life or experience than somebody else. It's more so how can you share these jewels with the person and lift them up? and really build with them. That's why I like the five percenters too when they talk about building because that's really how it is. You lay the foundation with somebody and then it's like a each one teach one thing. You giving them knowledge and they giving you knowledge and then after the conversation is over, y'all both feel fulfilled on what was said to each other instead of a push and pull and a tug of war to where after the conversation, now you feel drained, aggravated, and either frustrated where it should never be like that. If it's really conscious, feel me, then that's what should be raised at the end of the conversation. The other person's conscience should be raised. They should have more wisdom, more knowledge, or a better feeling. And when they walk away from that conversation, they can really say, I learned something to add to my life, or I learned a different perspective or viewpoint on life. That's the type of time I'm trying to be on, and that's why I'm uh, kicking it like this to y'all. But, uh, 2020 y'all is y'all gonna get more things like this too where i really sit and think about what i'm gonna say and break it down but y'all definitely gonna get that spicy talk from me some days i'm just gonna jump on and go right into my little spicy bag but you know uh, i wanted to keep it brief and short because i want to start preparing everything that i want to do for 2020 that's why i'm, I'm kind of starting today i'm just slow rolling with it and then i'm gonna jump back in by at least February 2020, I should be rocking and rolling like consistently and aggressively. So just enjoy this part right now where I'm just talking like this and going through the motions before I start aggressively being all in your face and going hard with the uh, promo. So again, uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year's. If I don't see you, if you do see me and I don't say it, just know, salute to you. Amen. Shout out to all my trap life boys that they made it through the year. I know certain people like, stop shouting about it. Forget that. That's where I started at. I started at, I'm from North Philly, Badlands. We was the trap capital of Philadelphia. Forget all, yeah, I'm saying it. I know all y'all from up top and from Germantown and couple yeah i know from bay roof i know i know all that i know all that i know y'all like man we the boys too no i'm like i i know that but i'm from north philly badlands that's where the the trip 
the capital of trap. <laughs> but no, no, let me stop playing. But shout out to all y'all. Yes, I never be like yo, but you don't even be. Yeah, I still be. Uh, I always call Philly my home. But even though I moved, I still always go home. But shout out to everybody where I met to. I see y'all rocking and move. I'm like yo, all right. Shout out to y'all that's getting out of the life and turning y'all lives around. I know a couple of y'all got kids and stuff like that, so that's what made y'all switch. Y'all got into your family bag. Y'all getting into your business bag. Like. Y'all tired of seeing some of the stuff that go on in the game. Like, niggas ain't got morals like they used to no more. The principles didn't change. I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying a lot of morals and principles didn't drop out the game. That's why a lot of people left that game. Plus, uh, the boys in blue, they got, that's their job, too. Stop being, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know that we all supposed to talk about uh, police brutality and all that. I understand that. Get those cops out the way. But some of y'all gotta chill on the regular police officers. They just doing their job. That's what they get paid. The same way you get paid to do what you gotta do on the streets, they get paid to clean up the streets. So find a balance and respect level for the ones that's just doing their job day to day. I, I try not to be in either side because I know what it's like. I grew up where I had a family member that's a police officer and I had a family member that's really moving heavy in the streets at the same time. So that's how I learned to balance and respect people from both lifestyles, even though you're one of lifestyles because they're like, oh, this is an honest job. And this is, no, people that were working to feed their families. I respected both. No matter what this person did in the trap life, I always got respect for that because I'm like, that's how he felt he had to handle and carry himself so he could do what he got to do. And the same person that was the, not the, same, but the other person that was a police officer that did what they had to do, I always respected that was their lifestyle and how they wanted to carry themselves and what they felt like they had to offer to help in the community. So we need more of that. We need more of respecting each other and less arguing and friction. Unless it's just like a little fun, playful thing, and that's cool. You can end all that and then get back in the mix. But back to uh you know always shout out to the truckers man shout out to the shout out to the women that do trucking too i just seen i seen a couple women like really like like hauling like i'm like no offense to uh the lady it's just i didn't know i'm just used to seeing all the construction worker dudes or even i, I hate to say even on tv you never i well i don't know if y'all i never see no women doing no trucking at all barely even on the real estate jones it's just she usually like the decorator or the interior designer or she sell houses it's not usually women driving those trucks and doing the hauling and doing the so shout out to them too Shout out to Hoteps. Gotta always shout out to Hoteps. Y'all be hating on the Hotep boys, man. They really getting lit right now. Like, not the not the wild, crazy, and off-brand Hoteps that maybe y'all know. I'm talking about the ones that's really consistent in their business and talking about 
black economics and business those are the type of old tips that i'm talking about the ones that's really cultivating i know a few of them if you ever slid up on my twitter and you see me like retweet some brothers and then you go to the page and you like those is the black economic bulls they really breaking down the economic base that we need to move as a group and a collective or they giving out information that you can get yourself started with it don't take a whole bunch to start a full-fledged business you just take the small pieces start with what you have and then build that into what you need to pay the liabilities in your life shout out to the veterans you know i told y'all i got family in the arm uh, services and i got friends got homies got all that that's still holding it down for the country so shout out to y'all always say shout out to the cashiers because they got to deal with everybody's funky attitude when we in them lines when it's only two lines open when it's only three lines open and it's like a hundred people in line matter of fact when i went to oh matter of fact i, I forgot I, i'm not allowed to say uh real names on here yeah because I, I could just hold it down instead of looking like i'm sponsoring a whole bunch of stuff i could just hold it down like that but yeah, man. The person once they complimented me on my dress, it was lit anyway. They, you should, they should. I should have read the uh, the name tag and gave him a full, full shout out. But I rock with that, man. Every time somebody compliment my dress, I don't care. My ego go up about a hundred percent. Yeah, because I, I just feel like that. I just feel like I'm the flyest nigga with dress. I just, shout out to the other dread heads, man. I see y'all. The one time I had said I'm the only person in my hood, with, I was talking about at the time when I first started my dreads it what besides like people that was like in the mumia and move thing it was not a lot of people with dreadlocks or if you was rasta or usually it was you was already a part of something when you started your locks from where i was at i'm not saying everybody i'm saying for the area that i was in at the time feel me but shout out to all of you because People be walking up with like, yeah, Dre. I, I, I can tell this by the look on their face. They're like, man, who this boy think he's the only person with you? We in the same hood. I'm Dre. Okay, shout out to all the Dre heads. I see y'all. Keep doing y'all things. Don't cut y'all locks, man. I be hurt. I've seen a couple people with dreads cut their hair, and I, I, I was looking hurt. I was sick. I'm like, I can't believe you cut all your dreads up. Like, what? I understand different things happen in your life. That may cause you to go down that road, but I'm never cutting mine. Just know that Brandon Johnson Lee is never cutting his dreads. Big facts. Shout out all my old heads that hold it down. Old heads, y'all know y'all know your old heads. Stop it. Stop it. Don't keep on acting like y'all are young. You know what old heads? Who you mean by that? Y'all. Y'all. Y'all old heads. The ones that didn't understand when I said it. When, if you was like, who is he calling old heads? Well, what do you mean by that? You. You the old head. That's a shout out to you. Yeah, I appreciate you uh stopping by. Shout out to all the young boys, man. For real. Make sure y'all keep holding it down. Find your little team. Stick together. Oh, I seen like maybe two or three of my students when I was moving around doing my. I was doing a little Christmas shopping. I think I seen one of my students. I was going grocery shopping. I seen one. I know I didn't stop you and say hello. And I'm I'm not that type of boy at all. So I don't want y'all to uh take the heart and be like yo he used to teach my class and then he just walked by it's not like that it's just i was taking care of stuff 
for my family. When I'm in family mood and taking care of my family, I kind of got tunnel vision. I just blank out like, all right, I got to get everything out there. This is what I need to do for my family and let me get that done. You know, we still get it done over here. I was like, let me get that done. So I kind of get in the tunnel vision and I don't really be like, I guess, as social as some people would expect me to be. So uh, excuse me for that. But keep working on what y'all got, man. Work on trying to build those apps, record those videos, and build something with each other. You seen the young boy, he like, he was eight years old. He made all the millions off of YouTube. Y'all can do something similar. Don't let nobody that doesn't understand what tech, <laughs> that can't understand what technology can really do for your life in the business manner or economic manner. Don't let them say that they can't do that for you when they don't know anything about it. A lot of older people only look at this as entertainment or you just BSing or they don't understand what's in the palm of their hand. They, they don't. They just looking at it as, oh, you just have fun. You just play games. You just know you can build an actual business or start building a business right off of your phone, your iPad, your Chromebook, your computer, whatever you have, you can start there. Just y'all young, find somebody to team up with, find somebody in your class. If you can't find nobody in your class, find somebody in your neighborhood. If you can't find nobody in your neighborhood, jump on your Instagram, jump on your Twitter, jump on your Facebook, jump on your Snapchat, jump on your TikTok, and build with somebody, or any app, whatever app you have, find somebody to build with. It's not really that hard. It seems difficult, but if you try hard enough, you will find somebody like-minded like you, or y'all may be on the same level, and y'all could build together, for real. That's why I'm saying it to the young boys, because for the short time that I did get to teach that's what I saw I saw how interested kids were in building with each other a lot of the times they okay the teacher said this okay that's okay but when they got together and kind of unified they had more fun and they got more done I, I like that yeah I like that I'm, I'm, I'm in there right there shout out to all the podcasters shout out to all the actors shout out to all the athlete shout out to the rappers man shout out to the rappers that's really who i feel like the culture hold me down man the culture really hold me down that's why i'm getting as far as i am today and that's why i'm gonna keep going further in the future it's something about the culture that really held me down and pulled me all together and gave me the ambition to keep going forward and that's a big fact Yo, y'all, young rappers, if you got songs, I'm going to do the same thing. I got songs that people probably have never heard. I'm going to start putting snippets out of those jewels. Yo, however many raps you got or songs you got, start putting those out, man. Everywhere I go, everywhere I go, I done bumped into somebody, somebody that said somebody was a rapper or they did music or they did something. I'm like, well, dude, is they putting it out? They're like, well, it's on, it's right here. And I'm like, yo, they good. They hot. Why they, they still going? Like, do they still got more music? It's like they still doing things, but they not putting more music. Keep putting out the music. I know some of y'all is like the market is oversaturated. And no, it's not. It's not oversaturated. You know why? You know why? 
You, you know why? Because every store I go in, when you go to the chip section, you already know what chips I'm rocking with. But when you go to the section, with the ch- it's mad chips in there. Mad chips. So even if all right, I went into the, uh, I was down the way, I ran into the store real quick. I was going to, I was going to grab me some Mr. G's, uh, chips. I'm like, yo, I'm like, ain't no Mr. G's in here. Y'all drawling. Like, that's what I said in my head. I ain't said to the, you know, I always respect the people that own the store. I said, yeah, ain't got no, ain't got no Mr. G. They drawling in here. Yo, they drawling. So I'm, I just stepped back, but it was a thousand more chips on, on the shelf. It was a thousand more chips on the shelf. So just think of that with your music, just because somebody's only listening to this artist or you feel like people only listening to this artist that does not mean there isn't a lane for your music to pop or for your music to blow up and if people say it's trash or people say so what keep getting better if you is trash keep getting better if it's hot and you feel like people hate it keep going everybody been hated on everybody not one person you can't name one person that you know that wasn't hated on in the process them going through to get to success you feel me matter of fact i want to leave it there like that for all of y'all wherever you at whatever level you on keep going keep striving yo real facts you always gonna have a supporter even if you only have one supporter just hold that if you your only supporter keep supporting yourself and keep going and keep rocking and rolling we need you the world needs you we need your talent to keep going Y'all push everything forward. So don't stop. Get back in. If you ain't been in the studio, get back in the studio. If you can't afford to get in the studio, it don't matter. Use your phone. Use your iPad. Use anything you got. Have somebody else record you. Or you can't record. Get back to writing rhymes. Make sure them bars are. Or you a singer. Get back to writing songs. Make sure those is right. If you just a person that hustle and you like, man, I just like. If you sell cakes. All right, get the beacon breezy 2020 year, man. 2020 year, it ain't here, but it is here. That's the year of clear vision. Everybody saying it. You don't gotta believe me. Go to the doctor's office and get your vision checked. And when they say it's 2020, right, you can see clearly now, right? Right. So I ain't gonna keep beating y'all in the head with all of my rhetoric. Shout out to everybody matter of fact because people like oh you forgot to say man shout out to you if you heard this shout out to you i appreciate you for listening that's a big fact and i'm gonna keep on doing me and doing my due diligence on what i gotta do and y'all gonna see me a lot uh in 2020 especially in the summer right now is getting i don't know what's going on with the weather but is the weather going up down left right i ain't trying to get sick with none of that so y'all may not see me as much right now but on uh, social media, y'all gonna see me posting stuff heavy, creatively, a whole bunch of different stuff. And, you know, peace and blessings to all y'all, man. Y'all already know what it is. Always. Always. Get it done.